Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely... What's today is? I just know five days from now it's going to be Christmas, which is too fast because, like, four days from now I have to work. Yes, I'm working on Christmas Eve. Not complaining. I'm genuinely not complaining. I'm just saying I work on Christmas Eve. I'm not complaining. I like doing events. Okay. Hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I'm going to finish out this week because I'm coming back on Friday. I want to finish out this week talking about the Windsors. Okay. Um, today I want to talk about the lawsuit, but I want to talk about articles that were written and blind items that were written about certain things that was happening. Um, also coming from the fact that, you know, King Charles felt a need to strong arm during the court hearing. I want to talk about that. I have nothing personal to talk about for you guys. <laughs> I have nothing. Um, besides the fact I was watching, um, what was I watching. I was watching the murder at the end of the world. Y'all know I love me a murder mystery. Okay. I love murder mysteries. Yes, I did watch The Haunting in Venice. I didn't like it. Okay. Hercules Perot can retire now. Okay. Retire him. He's been around for hundreds of years. Agatha Christie is aggressive. And no. Sherlock Holmes, same thing. You need to retire Sherlock Holmes. Retire his niece also, Enola. She needs to retire. We need some new detectives. And I think I found my new favorite true crime detective. Hey. I love the show. Murder at the end of the world. I love Darby. Darby is my new favorite detective. Okay. I like her. I like her because she's not part of the society. Hercules Perot is part of society. Um, Sherlock Holmes, it, it is what it is, whatever with him, you know. But I love Darby. I like Darby. It would be nice if the skin color was more relatable. But I like Darby. Okay. She brings an edge and she brings a 21st century edge to this true crime and I'm loving it. I love, okay. And also another series I'm really loving is Black Cake. Oh my God. Y'all, Covina. You never know people's stories. 
okay? And I'm like, why do you decide to tell your kids the stories later on? But in the same sense, it's like, okay, there's a reason why. That story is good. This is all on Hulu. I am not sponsored by Hulu. It would be nice to get a sponsorship from Hulu and Netflix and uh, HBO Max or Max, whatever you have. It would be great if they sponsored me because I continuously watch them. Even Tubi. I found a preacher's wife on Tubi. And I was like, for the past five Christmases, I'm like, why can't I find a, uh, the preacher's wife? Finally found it. Loved it like I was the same age I was when it came out. I love the movie. I don't know why I was so keen. Now that I'm older and I understand the dynamics of adulthood and the dynamics of marriage. Because <laughs> I didn't register it. I didn't quite understand that Denzel was an angel. Okay. But he was taking care of the preacher's wife. Okay. The preacher was busy taking care of the village. And the preacher is the leader of, of the village. Really. Um, you know. He's supposed to take care of his people. He was his, his Courtney B. Vance's character was doing what he was supposed to do. So he was a good man, but he wasn't taking care of home. He was listening to people at home. He was to his wife. He was listening to his son. Um, and that was the angel was there for. Because the basis of community is family. And that's what we epically fail to understand. You want to know why the community is failing? It's because the family is failing. And that was the purpose of the angel being there to let him know, like, you know, he told her to get some lingerie. He told her to get some lingerie because, you know, he the, the, the angel was trying to get him to spend time with his wife because the foundation of the community, the foundation of the church is the family. If the family is broken, the church is broken. Y'all don't understand that now. It's all about money. Y'all act like money loves you. Money don't love you back. Okay. So it's like now that I'm older, I got the preacher's wife even more. Um, the soundtrack, y'all know the soundtrack is everything to that movie. I don't know what it was up with Whitney Houston and her doing movies and the soundtrack. She was a gold mine, okay? Every movie she did, the soundtrack was ba- was banging and the movie. Um, I don't know about the bodyguard. I felt like that. I don't know. They could tweak the bodyguard. I'm not gonna tell you my tweets because if I get in the writing room, y'all want to redo the bodyguard. You can call me to rewrite the bodyguard. But there was something missing with the bodyguard. But it was a good story, and it definitely would be a great story to talk about now about how obsessive fans can be. I mean, I got obsessed fan stories. If you want me to do a story about somebody super famous and there's an obsessed fan? Ask me, because I've seen the weirdest of the weird dealing with Mr. Granberry and Mr. Browner. Okay. So, holla at me to write. I'm not going to ask so much. Just make sure I have the basic apartment. (laughs) Or townhouse. Take care of me. I take care of you. But, um... And Wayne to Exhale is a good movie. I didn't understand the concept of that until I got older. I was like, oh. And then, um, but The Preacher's Wife is my favorite Whitney Houston movie next to Cinderella. I can't get to Cinderella because the power was out. The, the internet went out. So it logged me out of Disney+. Plus. 
I don't know the password. I will find out what it is soon. But I got to get the Cinderella with Brandy. Um, I like watching princess movies too during Christmas. So yeah, I finally did get to a Christmas movie. I watched The Gremlins. I, I say this and I don't, I'm not going to bat my eye when I say The Gremlins is about the, the, about millennials. Not millennials. It's about Zers. That's what it's about. The Gremlins. Gizmo is the cutest. But yeah. With that being said, we're going to talk about the most famous family of them all. We're going to talk about the, the lawsuit and the ruling. <laughs> Even though King, 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 well, I keep wanting to say King George. King Charles III. Kind of came in and gave everybody some sandwiches, you know. Kind of like uh, George Zimmerman did the jewelry. Knowing that George Zimmerman's father was a judge. Came in and fed those people. The things you do. Now, King Charles didn't feed nobody. But he showed his face. Okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, this is from ABC News. This might be a short podcast, or I might decide to read some more articles dealing with the royals. It all seems to be this, because I want to talk about, you know, we talk about Princess Pushy. I think there's another princess that is pushy in the royal family. Okay. So I want you guys to sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. I'm going to talk about the ruling and the Prince Harry and Elton John lawsuit against the Daily Mail publisher. This was written on November 10, 2023. It says Harry and John allege they were the victims of abhorrent criminal activity. I don't know if I said that word right. Let me read this. A judge in the United Kingdom issued a ruling Friday in Prince Harry's lawsuit against Associated Newspaper LDT. LTD, sorry. The publishers of the Daily Mail, the Mail on the Sunday, and the Mail Online. The judge ruled that the lawsuit filed by the Duke of Sussex, as well as several other high-profile figures, can move forward according to the United Kingdom courts and tribunal tribunals judiciary. Judiciary. Iffy. Harry and singer Elton John, along with John's husband, David Furnish, actress Elizabeth Hurley, actress Sadie Foster, and Baroness Doreen Lawrence of Clarence of Clarenceton, OBE, alleged a lawsuit which was filed last year that they are the victims of a abhorrent criminal activity and gross breaches of privacy, according to Hamlin's LLP the London-based law firm representing Harry as well as Frost in the lawsuit. Why can't we just call him Duke of Sussex? The Duke of Sussex and his fellow plaintiffs said in a statement Friday they are delighted with the judge's decision. As we have maintained since the outset, we bring our claims over the deplorable and illegal activity which took place over many years, including private investigators being hired to place secretly listening devices inside our cars and homes, the taping of our phone calls, corrupt payments to police for inside information, and the illegal assessing of our medical information from hospitals and financial information from banks, the statement read. 
We intend to uncover the truth at trial and hold those responsible at the Associated Newspaper fully accountable. In a press release published at the time the lawsuit was announced, Helen LLP alleged that Associated Newspaper LTD hired private investigators to secretly place listening devices inside people's cars and home, commissioned individuals to surreptitiously that word listen into the re- record people's lives to it listen into and record people's lives private telephone calls while they were taking place paid police officials with corrupt links to private investigators for inside sensitive information impersonated individuals to obtain medical information from private hospitals clinics and treatment centers by deception and access bank accounts, credit histories, and her financial transactions through illicit means and manipulation. Her. Harry made the Duke of Sussex made an unexpected appearance in March at a hearing for the case in the UK, which also attracted Frost, John, and Furnish. They're husbands, so why can't they just be the Johns? And I'm not being funny, they're married. Um, In a statement to ABC News, at the time of the lawsuit was filed in October 2022, a spokesperson for Associate Newspaper said they utterly and unambiguously refute these preposterous, preposterous smears, which appear to be nothing more than a pre-planned and orchestrated attempt to drag the male titles into the phone hacking scandal concerning articles up to 30 years ago. These um sustent these um unsubstantiated and highly defamatory claims, based no credible evidence, appear to be simply a fishing expedition by claimants, claimants and their lawyers, some of whom have already pursued cases elsewhere. The spokesperson added. The Duke of Sussex and his family include his wife, the Duchess of Sussex, and their two children have lived in the United States since 2020 and when Harry and Meghan stepped down from their senior role, royal roles. In January, the Duke of Sussex released a memoir titled Spare that shared previously unknown details about his life as a member of the royal family, including his relationship with the press over the years. The Duke's lawsuit against Associated Papers Newspapers, LTD, is one of at least seven lawsuits that he and Meghan have filed against U.S. and British media outlets since 2019, according to Richter's. All right. So. Basically. You know, so there's one who's recently been written, and it's five days ago, and it says Prince Harry wins phone hacking lawsuit. And this is from People. Y'all are hearing? Here goes. So the lawsuit said they were hacking phones. I'm gonna also talk about how uh, this TV show The Crown kind of did illustrate that Princess Diana's phone was hacked. Okay. And um, they also kind of, like I said, once again, they also made Muhammad Al-Fayyid look bad because uh, they kind of say he was the reason behind the paparazzi. 
But let's read this article from People. It says, Prince Harry wins phone hacking lawsuit against Mirror Group newspapers. A great day for the truth. The Duke of Sussex made history when he took the stand to testify against the publishers over the summer. Prince Harry has won his phone hacking lawsuit against Mirror Group newspapers and was awarded over £140,000, which is $180,000. The presiding judge, Justice Fancourt, handed down the ruling in High Court in London on Friday morning stating that 15 of the 33 articles at the center of Harry's claim published by Mirror Group newspapers were the product of phone hacking of his mobile phone or the mobile phones of his associates or the product of the other unlawful information gathering. The Duke of Sussex lawyer, David Shaborn, read a long statement outside the court on behalf of Harry who called the victory vindicating and affirming. Today is a great day for the truth, for truth as well as accountability, Prince Harry said. I've been told that slaying dragons will get you burned, but in the light of today's victory and the importance of doing what is needed for a free and honest press, it's a worthwhile price to pay. The missions continue, he says. Prince Harry, 39, was not in court for the ruling due to the short notice which was given of this hearing account. According to his lawyer, he's believed to have watched via a video feed. Prince Harry was one of several claimants who sued the Mirror Group newspaper, MGN, over alleged unlawful information gathering and testified against the publisher of Daily Mail, Sunday Mirror, the Sunday People, and more at the High Court over the summer. Following the Friday's Following Friday's ruling, a spokesperson for Mirror Group newspaper said in a statement, We welcome today's judgment that gives the business that necessarily clear, the necessary clarity to move forward from events that took place many years ago. Where historically wrongdoing took place, we apologize unreservedly, unreservedly having taken full responsibility and paid appropriate compensations. The statement continues. Prince Harry first filed a lawsuit against MGN in 2019 against that his phone voicemails were hacked using unlawful information gathering. MGN has denied the allegations. In June, King Charles' youngest son made history as the first prominent member of the British royal family to give evidence in court in 130 years when he took the stand against the newspaper group. The last world to do so was King Edward VII, who testified as a witness in a divorce case in 1870 and again in a slender trial over a card game in 1890 before becoming monarch. Uh-oh. Huh. Okay. The Duke of Sussex first appeared in court for the lawsuit on June 6 and argued that about 140 articles published from 1996 to 2010 contained information obtained via unlawful methods. The BBC reported 33 of the stories were selected from for consideration in the court case, the outlet said. On his first day in court, the Duke of Sussex underwent almost five hours of questioning by MGN lawyer Andrew Green on the witness stand. Prince Harry said that every single article has caused me distress, claiming that the behavior of people around him changed due to the content of the article. He added that the tabloids have blood on their hands for the pain they've caused. While cameras are banned from the royal courts of justice in London, 
court artist Elizabeth Cook gave a glimpse inside with sketches. The drawings depict Prince Harry giving evidence from the witness stand on June 6th while his attorney David Sherbarn and Justice Fancourt listed. An illustration also showed Green cross-examining the prince. At the end of the session, the judge told Harry to not discuss his evidence with anyone overnight. He joked in response by asking if that includes his wife and children, noting he would be likely connecting with them on a FaceTime call. Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle relocated from the UK to her home state of California in 2020 and shared son Prince Archie and daughter Princess Lilibet. On June 7th, Prince Harry's second day in court, Green continued questioning the prince on some of the specific stories. Many of the articles discuss on how to involve his relationship with his former girlfriend, Chelsea Davy, who he dated on and off from 2004 to 2011. An article from 2006 stated Prince Harry visited a strip club reportedly upsetting Davy. My girlfriend's number was bizarrely in the hands of the mirror journalist. Prince Harry said, very suspicious that they had her number. I don't believe she would give any journalist her number. Regarding a 2009 article about Prince Harry allegedly trying to win Davy back at the breakup, the Duke of Sussex was asked if he was aware that the people close to Davy was talking about her to the media. Harry replied that he doubted that was what hap- that was happening. When asked about a transcript of one of Davy's friends speaking to media, Prince Harry said he would question the validity of this. Harry claimed that it was taken from a false email to hide the true nature of how MGN got the information. Over 100 people are suing MGN for allegedly illegal for alleged illegal activities between 1991 and 2022, Richter's report. The claimant's attorney alleged that the senior editor and executive at MGN were aware of and approved such action. The newspaper group has denied the accusation and said that some of the claims were brought too late. The Duke of Sussex was one of the four representatives claimants chosen as test cases from a large group of high-profile figures suing the publishers the Independent previously reported. The other claimants selected from the trial are actress Nikki Sanderson, actor Michael Turner, Fiona and Fiona Whiteman, ex-wife of comedian Paul Whitehouse. Like Harry, all appeared in court in June. The MGN lawsuit is one of four cases Prince Harry is currently involved in against newspaper publishers in the UK. one of his lawsuits against the Daily Mirror or the Mirror people. He got a few more to go. And it's kind of weird that what's weird is how they got his information. 
Because I can't find Prince Harry's number. <laughs> I can't find his number. Trust me, I looked it up. You can go back into my Google search history after the wedding with uh, William. I tried to find Prince Harry's number. I can't find it. So if I Google it and can't find it, I just let it go. There had to be some inside information given from a certain source. It definitely had to. It had to be. It had to be an inside source that gave that information. out like that but who was giving that information was it the butler well, the butler always doing stuff the maid's always doing stuff the press secretary the assistants who was giving out that information because like I said it's not public knowledge that Prince, uh, Prince Harry's number is not public knowledge and to hack his phone had to be somebody that was in the government some form of government or technology, technologically savvy. It could it, it wasn't nobody random. if somebody is paying you to give out information you're not going to admit who your source is right Especially if they're powerful. What's well, so weird is that I swear up and down, I say a bunch of articles about the Royals. A bunch of them. That's why I'm sitting up here talking about this whole situation. It's no way in the world. It, had, it was an inside job. But who was giving out the information? Cause the only way you can keep information like that from happening oh my god it just went away the only way you can keep information like this from happening is if the source is inside I see the lawsuit exposed that information. But the truth is, who is really behind that? You know what I'm saying? 
Who's really behind that? Same way, like, you know, they were showing on the crown that, you know, Muhammad Al-Fayed was tipping the media. But who was really tipping the media? Because you can't say that. I mean, they were around Princess Diana like that even before Muhammad Al-Fayed. So who was tipping people off at where Princess Diana was at? Why she couldn't go nowhere? Is this going, are they going to expose who's been doing it? Because, you know, I'm looking at, you know, normally they do big stuff like talk about the royals and what they're doing. But the royals have been such a snooze face recently. You know, you know that Princess Pushy, she said that. They've been like a snooze face recently. You know, even with their little Christmas pageant thingy they like to do every year. They're a snooze fest. Nobody cares. So if nobody's checking for them, who's putting that information out there for people to see? It has to be somebody on the inside. Right? It's definitely somebody on the inside. And I'm still sitting up here trying to figure out Honey, oh my God, that's so much that happened this year. It doesn't make any form of sense. Y'all don't get it. It's a lot. And y'all know I put like the, the the messed up stuff, the weird stuff that happens in the world in the front. But I still can't find this. I'm still looking for. I'm still looking for an article dealing with the royals. Because I think I have some articles that I saved dealing with the royals. One of the articles I found come from this year and it came from TMZ. I don't want to go through TMZ to find it because every five seconds something happened in TMZ. I'm just going to talk about the headlines of the TMZ report. In the TMZ report, it says, men arrested for stalking Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Montecito home. And of course, people in the comments section are like, nobody's stalking you. You want to be as big as Princess Diana, you're not. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, I find it to be funny that every time any time a black person say they're in danger even if they just a drop of a black person y'all don't believe their claims Y'all don't believe nothing they have to say. My question is, why they Montecito home was being stalked? 
And was it really a stalker? Or was it somebody from the Daily Mirror? I'm looking to another article. There's tons of them. I just got to find them. Give it some time. Okay. Here's another one. And it's from uh Instagram page called Harry and Meghan Montecito's Royals. Montecito Royals. And it says, are the Cambridges trying to have Harry and Meghan exiled to another country? This was written April 22nd, 2019. Okay. So I want to read to you what this Instagram post from Harry and Meghan Montecito Royals had to say. It says, this is no way a conclusive list of why Harry and Meghan had to leave the UK, but a brief outline of just some of the terrible situations they have dealt with. It's also a reminder of why the couple finally spoke out for themselves on Oprah, Netflix, and Spare with their side for five years. The world heard the media spin on Harry and Meghan from the royal family's mouthpiece. Now free, H&M, which is, you know, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, have the opportunity to speak out for themselves about their lives. It will, all, it will be their historical record of why they left the UK and the royal family. It is also a reminder why Megan is protecting her own peace and not going to Great Britain. Since 2017, Camilla suggested that Harry and Megan move to Bermuda. Okay. Since 2017, British media suggests Megan could be the next people princess. 2018, the Penny Jenner, Penny Jenner suggests that the Sussexes could be a problem if they overshadow the Cambridges. 2018, the Sunday's Time reported that the Palace and Cambridges are looking to exile Meghan and Markle, Meghan Markle and Harry, and already have plans in place to rid of them. Said so then the British media attacks starts on Mary, Harry and Meghan with relentless fake headlines. I want you to hear what this guy had to say. Hmm. This is very interesting. 
very interesting. Very. So, I found this from another Sussex Teen Warriors page. This is another page on Instagram dedicated to the Sussex. And it says, I hate that y'all say this. The same thing with like uh, Prince, Princess Pushy saying she passed, tried to pass for half cast, but couldn't because her eyes were too light. Girl, there are Africans with light eyes. Shut up. Anyway. It says the half black royal has them deflecting. It's, and it says there is another element here. The Windsors are at war. Clarence House is pissed at Kate. So they are briefing Middleton financial problems. And I noticed that recently they have been putting out there that the Middletons are broke. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I thought y'all love Kate Middleton. So are we throwing Kate Middleton under the bus now again? The Kingston Palace folks are briefing on the lack of popularity for Charles and all the following failing lackluster events. The machine has ramped up deflection once again, trying to put the spotlight on Harry and Meghan. Girl. Once again, we're not putting any fingers. I'm not saying anything, but who's putting all that awful stuff out there about them had to be somebody that was in the circle. Right? And it's funny that Prince Charles came out saying how he wanted to tighten up the royal family and how he wanted to weed out certain people in the royal family. Did he not say that? So who specifically was he? Was he intentionally trying to weed out his own child? Or, or who else was he trying to weed out? And so now Harry won one of his lawsuits. So tomorrow, not tomorrow, Friday. That's what I feel like. <laughs> Y'all understand, I'm on my Christmas break, okay? And yes, I am working on my Christmas break. Um, I, I, I work, I have to work. But, um... You know, I'm not in class, so. We're going to talk about some more interesting stories that does not paint the king in good lighting. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Yes, it was a snore fest, but we will end the royal foolery next week with the theory from From Hell about Jack the Ripper and why Jack the Ripper did what he did. And I will be starting my series January 2024 on crimes against sex workers. Okay. And yes, I have them all prepared. 
I promise you I do. I said the same thing about the whole royal, me talking about the royal family. And I had the articles and then realized that all the articles was like sprayed everywhere. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is These Walls of Dating. What you do when the dark will come to light? It always comes to light when you're doing dirty and you don't play nice. Stop being hoes. When I say stop being hoes, talk about stop being jealous ones that envy. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so happy. I will be back on Friday because we got to go ahead and finish this royal stuff. I want to talk about these articles I done found. And on top of that, I want to talk about this theory they put on from hell. I'm not going to get to you with that until Tuesday because Christmas is here. <laughs>